Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Well, hi again, Savvy Souls. So today we're going to talk about what to do when you're undecided. So if you're faced with a big decision and you're mired in indecision, I want to propose to you that you probably already know the answer. And today I'm going to help you find it. So I'm going to teach you a method that for me has been a foolproof way to make decisions when I really can't decide. And it's something I teach my clients and works really well for them too. But I'm going to teach kind of a laddered technique, depending on where you're at in your decision-making process. Because there's a bunch of different avenues we can get at to explore your indecisiveness. So part of that is first understanding what's not causing your indecision that you might be thinking is. So there are three things. So first, you might think that you can't make a decision because you think you need more information. This is so common, especially amongst my clients and the people that follow me were all kind of big thinkers, we're a bit academic, we're smart, and we love to go on researching frenzies, gathering information, talking to experts, examining, examining pros and cons, looking at all the data and the trends, reading books, taking courses, maybe even listening to podcasts. So what I want to say is there always is a point where you do need some information and you might need a little bit more. But this point is so much earlier in the process than you might be thinking. There's always a point where you've got tons of information and you think still that you need more and you don't. You've got enough. You've got tons of information and you still can't decide. And you've got this concept of you know, sometime I'm going to have enough information. But think about the word enough. Enough is a sliding scale. It's so vague. It's usually something that you can never achieve. So there's always a little bit more information you could get. It's never quite enough. So something else is going on here. If you've been researching and investigating and exploring and you're still not able to reach a decision. It's not true that you don't have enough information. Chances are you do know what you want to do, but there's something holding you back from making that decision. And most often that something is fear. And collecting more and more information never makes that fear go away. What's really going on is that your brain doesn't want you to make a big leap. It doesn't want you to make any changes at all. So it gives you this task of researching, which it then tells you is never completed. 
I need more information, it tells you. So just watch out for this thought because what it really is, it's a trap to keep you where you are. I saw this so much when I started coaching because when you start coach, you're really becoming an entrepreneur. And for many of us, we're becoming entrepreneurs for the first time. And so what I saw my peer coaches would do is they would start to reach research everything to the ninth degree before they began their businesses, how to set up a website, what exact scheduling system they should use, their coaching approaches, their methodology. And there's just this constant flow of endless information they were seeking to find the answers to before they started. And, you know, this just served to delay so many of us from really starting our businesses in earnest earlier. In fact, we had all the information we needed and we were just afraid to move forward. That's really what was going on. And I think the same is often true for a lot of us. So think about that for yourself when you're trying to make a decision and thinking you need more information. Do you really? Okay, a second thing you might be telling yourself when you can't decide is you might think that you can't make a decision because you don't know how other people react. And so you spend a lot of time trying to figure it out, anticipate what other people might want. You're so used to guessing how other people might react, thinking about, well, what do they secretly believe you should do? Might they end up judging you? What might they say? What will they think about you when you make your decision? Your uncertainty basically comes from wanting to know ahead of time that other people will be happy with your choices and they'll support you and they'll be in the rafters cheering you on. Come on, go, yay, that's great. When you make decisions this way, you've got a few problems. First, you can't ever actually know how other people will react, no matter how well you know them. They're just gonna be thinking their own thoughts. And as human beings, we're so bad at predicting what's going on in other people's minds. There's a bit of a futile task to try to imagine how other people will react because you're probably wrong. Second thing is there's more than one other person. There's a whole bunch of other people and they might all have different opinions. So your best friend might think one thing about your decision, your partner another. So there is no what other people think or how they'll react. There's just how one person will react at a time and that you can never know. And then here's the most important thing is other people aren't living your life. Only you are. Only you have all the facts. Only you know how you want to feel and how this particular decision will make you feel. Only you can choose to make the decision work or not. You're the one who's gonna live with the experience you choose. You're gonna live with the consequences of your decision. They're not going to have to do that. So 
we've all been there, right? So your spouse, your parent made it clear they think you should accept your job offer. But you know what? They're not the ones who will be living that job, who'll be going to the office every day, to that office, who will be spending those 60 hours, who will be in those meetings. That's going to be you, my friends. So instead of trying to figure out what other people want, what's important is to figure out what you want and let that guide you. So the third thing is, you might think you can't make a decision because you're afraid to make a wrong choice. The idea of choosing wrong paralyzes you. You're thinking of the decision as cutting out one thing and choosing another thing forever. But really decisions are almost never like that unless you choose to make them that way. There will always be new and different opportunities in the future, often things that you can't even imagine. There will always be a chance to regroup and to rethink your decision and to tweak it and make it different. Every day will present you with the opportunity to make new decisions. So moving forward just requires you to make a decision. Related to all of this is the idea, you can never make a mistake. If you end up liking your choice, awesome. You've learned a little bit more about what you like and why. And if you end up not liking your decision, you've learned a little bit more about what you don't like and why. So you can make better decisions in the future. There are no mistakes. So if we rule out these three things, in other words, you have all the information you need right now to decide. You've stopped guessing other people and are ready to focus on what you want. And you're comforted by knowing you can't make a wrong choice. Then all you need to do is decide what you want. So deciding what you actually want, knowing what you actually want, is the area of biggest confusion I've seen in my clients. So many of them have lost touch with what they want. They're so used to thinking about all these other things that have nothing to do with them. And so they become convinced that they actually don't know. So I'm amazed that sometimes, and I think they're amazed too, this can be solved pretty quickly. I just ask them what they want to do and they say, oh, I don't know, or I'm confused. And then I ask, well, if you did know, what would you decide? Or if you weren't confused, what would you decide? And right away, they're able to answer the question. It's hilarious. And then they realize they've answered it and we have a bit of a laugh. So I call these kind of questions powerful questions because what they do is they get your brain out of a rut of pretending it doesn't know or that it's confused and it gets your brain focused on coming up with answers. So that can be a really quick and dirty way to move from indecision into a knowing of exactly what you want to do. But sometimes the client will dig in and they say, no, they really don't know. And they really believe that. And that's when we use an embodied approach to answering the question. So when you say, I don't know, 
it usually comes with an emotion and it's usually a feeling of something like fear or a anxiety or frustration. So what I get to them to do is to sit with their feet on the floor, to just feel their soles on the floor, feel grounded, breathe in and out three times slowly, just really, really get grounded, just relax their brains, and then just sink into that feeling of fear or anxiety or frustration until they can really feel it. And then we more or less conduct an interview of that feeling. I ask them all about it. And the kind of questions I ask them are the kind of questions you can ask yourself. So you talk to the feeling, you say, you, you know, what, what color are you? What, what size are you? And just notice, you notice where you feel it in your, your chest. Is it moving? Is it still? Is it thick or is it thin? Is it big or is it large or is it small? Is it, you know, does it have a color? Does it have a texture? Does it move around? Is it frozen in a spot? Is it heavy? Is it light? And then we ask it, does it have a name? So we look for a name for it. Does anything else come up? And then we ask it, well, what is your purpose here? We talk to it like it's a person. So we give it a name. We might say, call it fear. So fear, you know, red ball of fear. What are you here for today? Do you have a message? Is there anything you want? And then it would be your name, that person to know, and just like basically treat it like another person and ask it these questions. And what's pretty much always happened when I've done this with a client is we get really relevant and helpful information about what's causing that fear what's causing the fear that's creating the confusion or the indecision. And so often that feeling will voice very strong opinions about what you should do or not do, what they should do or not do. And, you know, usually my clients were just blocked in some way. They were trying to block out that knowledge that was within them about what they knew they wanted to do because of this fear, this anxiety that came up in between. So I find this kind of interviewing of the fearful or anxious feelings that are behind the confusion, a super useful approach that usually yields information that were that was below the surface and otherwise not available. And then another kind of embodied technique is is very simple. I think I've talked about this on other episodes, but it's um, something that Martha Beck talked about in her, talks about in various books that she's written and is also can be found in the Your Inner GPS book I've also referred to in other episodes. And I think uh, it's being referred to by a lot of different people, and it's this idea of shackles on, shackles off. So you, let's say you're trying to decide whether to take a job offer or not. So you sit down, you ground yourself, breathe slowly, and then you make one affirmative statement. You say, I decline, I, I should decline the job offer. That's one decision. 
and then you go into your body and does your chest feel like lighter, more expansive, bubbly, that would be a shackles off kind of out of prison feeling. That would mean that's a yes to the, I should decline the job offer. Or alternatively, you say, I should decline the job offer and you feel tight, constricted, imprisoned, shackles on feeling. And that means that's the wrong decision and you shouldn't decline it. So you can try an, a number of different answers to the decision you're considering and look at each one with a shackles on or shackles off approach. And that is your body telling you what you actually want and what is always the right choice for you. Think of it as embodied wisdom. Think about it as your higher self talking to you. Think about it as the part of your body that's in touch with the quantum field and infinite wisdom. However you want to think about it, it all works. It doesn't really matter how you think about it. It will always guide you to decisions that are good for you. So savvy souls, if you're facing a big decision, first, catch yourself. Are you telling yourself you need more information? Are you busy focusing on everyone else but you? Have you been believing that making a wrong decision will be catastrophic? So get over those kind of thoughts, realize where you are coming from and why those ways of thinking aren't relevant. And then when you've put those three things aside, try asking yourself powerful questions. You know, if I did know, what would it, what would I decide? If I weren't confused, what would I decide? If that doesn't yield any answers and you're feeling kind of an intense fear or anxiety or frustration with the confusion, then I suggest that longer kind of interviewing of that feeling and seeking out the wisdom it's trying to share with you. And then thirdly, and very simply, just try different, try out different decisions that you could make and try out the shackles on, shackles off approach. And that will give you guidance about what you really want to do, which is savvy souls, the most important thing. So if you find that you're needing help with some um, decisions that you're making, you're going through a series of decisions, you're trying to change your life in a significant way, build a dream, try out a new career. You know, that's what life coaching is really, when I think about it, it's, it's really about me helping my clients make better decisions every day. And what I mean by better decision is a decision that serves them, that serves their higher self that serves what they really want. And that's a great thing about a coach. It's um, the person that always has your back, always has your best interests at heart. And that's what I can do for you and help you make decisions from that point of view. If you would like to talk to me about coaching together, I think that would be super fun. Just book a free coaching consultation call with me. You can do that by going into my website, which is www.gracedcanvas.com. That's G-R-A-C-E-D-C-A-N-V-A-S.com. 
and there's a work with me tab and there's a button where you can schedule a free coaching consultation call. And whether we work together or not, I think you'll find that hour with me really useful in showing you how you're making decisions and how to make decisions that serve you better. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please let your friends know about it. If you found this episode useful and you know somebody's having trouble making decisions, please refer them to this. And otherwise, have just the most awesome week making wonderful decisions that are decisions that will serve you that are what you want to do. Love you guys and see you next week. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.